0: Clearly, an expert at listening in in your in your field. So, um, do you have any tips for for the audience on how how they can be a better, more active listener? Things that you've learned as as you know in, in your world of being a therapist.
1: So, if we look at it from a neurological perspective. The three parts excuse me, the three parts of our brain is the rational part of our brain, our neocortex, the mammalian part of our brain, which is our emotions and memories, and the reptilian brain is fight or flight. So if those three parts of our brain are not in sync about a specific topic or a situation, we're going to go a little haywire and that can create right, a stressful situation. So I wonder for most of us, we're already trying to think of an answer to find how we can show up in a positive way to be liked, to be wanted, to be needed, right? Basic instincts and necessary to the person that we're in front of, and we're already coming up with a solution or a response or a necessity of how do we become value to that person versus getting something over that they want. Thinking
0: so that of thinking of the next question while you're quote unquote listening, right?
1: And possibly how you're gonna start maybe redirecting and leading the conversation more in a way that makes you look favorable.
2: Kind of how I did with that pillars thing. Is that what we're talking about? I just did that. <laughs> Yeah, you guessed it. This is just a little bit different from anything you've heard before on the Chief Executive Connector podcast. This is a conversation between three other dudes and me. These guys, two of them I met the day before at the Podcast Movement conference, and one of them is a buddy of mine that I brought from a prior conference to the Podcast Movement to have an unrehearsed conversation about overcoming adversity. You're going to hear from Ryan Guth from Santa Fe, New Mexico, who's a former choir teacher, turned podcaster, turned financial advisor. You're going to hear from Jason Wasser from South Florida, who is a licensed marriage and family therapist, a neuroemotional technique therapist, and a certified entrepreneur coach. Those are the two guys that I had met the day before. And you're going to hear from my buddy... Anthony LaJoy from the Lejoyful Life podcast, who works a corporate job, but he had a back injury a while back and it really changed his life. And since then, he's dedicated himself to mental, spiritual, and physical health. We share some vulnerabilities, we share some ways of overcoming adversity, and we have a pretty good time just joking around, the four of us, and it was totally unrehearsed. A bunch of guys had just met the day before. I think you're really, really going to enjoy this. But first, you get to hear from my best friend's band out of Miami, Florida, The Stiltsville with Yogi. Take it away, fellas. One, two,
3: one, two, one, two, three. 90% faith, you know it it's over, and that's hey, it, a little bit fresh and
4: I'm just going to go ahead and jump in and say the very first words on this on this new uh, recording. So, uh, gentlemen. Yes, Anthony. Why don't we go through and introduce ourselves so that everybody on the very first episode of Trailblazers—this is what we're calling this episode. Uh, can can know what we're talking about. And, so and why
0: are we calling it Trailblazers, Anthony?
4: Well, because there's three of us wearing blazers. So you know what? We're going to call this Trailblazers minus one.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three blazers and a baby.
4: So everybody listening in, I'm Anthony LaJoy, host of Joyful Life Podcast. And we are here at uh, Podcast Movement 2019 in Orlando, Florida. I have next to me on my left...
2: I am Pablo Gonzalez, the chief executive connector of Connect with Pablo, proving to the world that the future of business development is community creation. And I'm gonna hand the mic off to Ryan.
0: All right. Ryan Guth here. I'm a financial advisor with Edward Jones, and I am from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I'm between podcasts right
1: now. Mm, mm. Like between the ferns.
0: Between the ferns.
1: (laughs) I'm Jason Wasser, marriage and family therapist. I'm the owner of the Family Room Wellness Associates in Fort Lauderdale, and I'm also the creator of the You Winning Life podcast.
4: Gentlemen, this is going to be very epic, I think. And, you know, I'm not hosting this one this is a this is a a a four host conversation but today i think what we should talk about is kind of falls right in with a lot of what this uh what this conference is about is um you know taking negative aspects changing them to positive learning always learning something new um jason i think you have a lot of input on this man
1: you've got your 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 therapy sessions that I'm sure you see this a lot. Well, it's an interesting topic because what I want to focus on is minimizing stressors and maximizing, maximizing potential. So I think that concept of what you're sharing really ties in to how do people really do that? But why would they want to do that? Like, right. We come around, we're carrying a story of maybe victimhood of something that happened to us. And how do we take that and move that into a place of empowerment? Yeah. Yeah
0: fantastic. I want to talk about just the positive energy that comes from being in an environment like this. The fact that you know, you could be at home and you could be thinking, I want to start a project. I want to do something. I want to do something different with my life, but there is a spark that happens when you come to a place where everybody has similar goals to yours. So just sitting in the sessions here at podcast movement, I've noticed that there are some things that I, I remember about podcasting that I want to do again and I, as a repeat performance, but just the energy of the people around here. Everyone wants to help. That's the kind of thing that that really helps those people in a it, to get to their next journey. They want to. You want to be around people that are, have similar goals to you. So that's that's my tidbit for for the audience.
1: So it sounds like like-minded people doing like-minded things. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And to keep it in that theme, right? I think there is. I live my life by the saying by Ralph Waldo Emerson that is every man I meet is somehow my superior, and in that I. Can and learn from them. So being around a lot of people, you open yourself up to learning from that one specific experience that somebody has had that can connect the dots for you. And I keep coming across these last two weeks I've come across the saying, eat the meat, spit out the bone, or eat them eat the fish, spit out the bone. And in turning a negative into a positive, there is always that. There is no win or lose, there's win or learn. There is always something that you can learn from whatever happens to you, that you can spit the bone out. Yeah, that bone sucked, it got stuck in your throat for weeks, but you still got the meat out of it. There's always some way that you can progress from whatever experience you can, and if you have that perspective in your life, it'll put you in a better place.
1: I feel like there's a story here. So, what's the vantage point of a teachable moment? Which is really what it sounds like you're you're talking about. So, how do you see that? How do we each, from our own perspectives and our own expertise, that when you're in a stressful or challenging situation, what's the time frame that you think you need? What's the vantage point that you think you need to take it from a place that was something that was stressful, challenging, limiting, to being able to see it from the other side of that you know of that vantage point? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, when you're when you're in the mix of a stressful situation, you don't realize that that's temporary. You don't realize, right? That's that's temporary pain, and you're going to learn something from this. And so, uh, almost being grateful for the challenges that you have is probably the hardest thing that you could do. But again, that's why that's why the trailblazers are together, right? Because we have a supo- we have a support right. network. So if someone's going through something difficult, and we don't yet recognize what the learning, you know, the the bit of education is going to be from it, we have friends that can remind us, hey, man, this is temporary, and and we're here to support you in your journey.
2: I think a little bit. First of all, I'm going through a really hard time with this Trailblazers thing. I think we should be called Blazer Boys, but
0: with a Z, <laughs> three Z's. Yes, with three Z's at yes. the end. only okay. three. Gotcha. Always the bridesmaid. Because there's only one. So there's only one missing a blazer. Yeah, I got you.
2: That's Florida guys, come on. That's so like, to me, the key, the, the key to the key to that vantage point is having a vantage point, and you do you can't get a vantage point on anything without some distance, right? I just, I just went through a scenario in my life where I had learned some. Very very deep truths, but I was in a very toxic environment, and I took a purposeful pause for 90 days in order to distill the lessons that you were able to learn and then be able to reapply it on. It's one of the best things I've ever done because it allowed me that emotional distance. It allowed me to just, like I said, co- come to terms with the things that you had learned, the things that were bad, eat the meat, spit out the bone. So I'm
1: hearing three things so far. One is create a conscious community. People who are like-minded doing like-minded things, working on the same goals, same energy, right? Same platform. Mm -hmm. Two, gratitude. Three, is the momentum sometimes needs to shift in a different direction. And if you talk about from the world of law of attraction or right that mindset performance, it's that pivot. So for you, you said you took that pause, that 90-day pause. What was the biggest thing that you got from doing that that you realized once you started getting that going?
2: The biggest thing I took from it is the the essential lesson is essentially just to continue to lean into the things that feel right and and, and follow that, right? And the reason I needed to take that pause is because as somebody that's so obsessed with human connection and I connect a lot, I get a lot of opportunities thrown my way and I love everything and I love everybody. So I had to be able to take a step back and understand that that first opportunity may not have been the right one. What I really wanted to figure out is where I need to be in 10 years and then reverse engineer that piece.
1: So can I challenge you on something you just said? Is that okay? You love everybody and you love everyone we break that down? Because is that the goal? Are we supposed to love everything and love everyone? So what does that mean for you?
2: That's not a goal for me. Uh, It's my inherent thing, right? To, To me, it's the fact that I see, I think my superpower is that I see in everybody that I meet, I know they have some kind of unique quality that makes them special. And I've always been able to see that based on the life experiences that I've had as being the most American person in my family, being the only kid in preschool that didn't speak English. I've always seen this world from this outsider perspective of how can I connect? And that's just something that's come within me and now I want to share that with the world type of thing so it's not that my goal is to love everybody it's that I can't help but to love everybody so I'm trying to make a positive out of it
1: so how did everybody sitting here find their unique superpower because that's something that you're talking about so definitely want to hear your thoughts on that we'll work our way around uh, for me,
4: I think it was it was kind of a very personal situation where, um, as my listeners know, I, I had a, a back injury. You know that really uh, put me out of commission, and it, it forced me to realize and, and think outside of myself, outside of selfish. Um, that you know you you can't always. Um, just expect things to, to happen and go the right way for you. You have to sometimes get out there and and make it happen for yourself, right? Um, and that was really the turning point for me when... I had to make a constant decision to to make a change in my life, and in my case, you know, go to physical therapy and then start working on my spiritual, physical, emotional, and mental health. And one thing that I would I challenge everyone on, I would challenge you guys to think about it this way as well. Um, one of my catchphrases, right, is "stay happy, stay humble," and. Happiness is, is is an all-inclusive word, but what what is happiness, right? And I've found that happiness is um, it's it's a, a a passing feeling, really. Um, when something good happens, right now I'm happy. I'm here with you guys. We're being, um, you know, successful. We're we're moving forward. We're learning new things. It's happy. We're wearing blazers.
1: Good. We're wearing blazers. I'm happy. I'm not.
4: <laughs> it is warm in here yeah, now. Yeah, we're warm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's happiness, right? But then you, on the flip side of that, you find joy, and joy is when you keep that that. Uh, that happy attitude, that, that upbeat feeling, regardless of what's happening. So you, know, you get a flat tire on the side of the road and it's 95 degrees and just baking hot, right? But you find a way to say, you know what? I am so happy that this tire went flat and it didn't blow and I wrecked and you know, killed myself and all my family.
1: So right. that goes back to the gratitude you were talking about right.
4: before. Right. And it's the gratitude as well. So it's finding joy is really what life is about. And when you find joy, you will be happy. Right. Happiness is kind of a, a side a side note of that. So now we
0: heard this yesterday, not having what you want, but wanting what you have. Somebody said that at the Ignite session yesterday and I was like, pff, mind, like mind blown, I thought it was amazing. You were asking about how do we figure out what our superpower was. Yeah. So I'll have to give you this. So I used to host a podcast called Choir Ninja, and so I was I used to be in uh, a public school choir director, right? And I wrote an article called "Your Choir Sucks Because You Suck," <laughs> and it went kind of viral in the choir world, which is like I always tell people it's like being the skinniest kid at fat camp, and. Uh, uh, what I realized is that I was able to use this abundant energy, right? Frank nature that I have, I'm an East coast guy, tell it like it is, uh, and a sense of humor, right? In order to lead, inspire, engage others, you know, to, to actually make changes in their life and, and make the best out of their, out of their situation. So that, that actually changed like my whole podcast from that, that point. I was like about the midway point through with the podcast and I changed changed industries but the interesting thing about about kind of knowing what your superpower is is how can you use the superpower from one industry and adapt that maybe into a new career. Because as we know millennials are are changing careers all the time because Mr. Rogers said we're special, and we need to figure out, like, we need to figure out how we can make the most impact. And sometimes after ten years, you're like, ah, oh, my impact is done. I'm, I've, I'm good. I so need to go we something look to do at something else.
1: Special as what's your purpose? What's your purpose? Yeah, yeah.
2: What's your uniqueness? What's your superpower, Jason? What? How would you discover your superpower, Matt?
1: So I think it comes out of years of doing the work that I've been doing as a therapist, but also the reason why I probably am a therapist is because I. Can't out of a conflicted family home and conflicted family life and there's a lot of stuff that I need to grow and learn and evolve from and I realized that everybody, like you were saying before, is everybody's unique in their own stress and struggle. So if I can relate to that on a human level, show that there's potential because of I know what I went through, graduating high school with a 1.8 GPA, and then going all the way to getting a graduate school degree, opening up a private practice, going through a divorce, all these things that like are happening to people and being vulnerable about sharing that and using that as a tool, then I think my superpower is helping find people's distillation of their potential, right? When we talk about distillation, when you go to a distiller, what are they doing, right? What, what's the first thing you think about?
0: Like, They're taking, purifying. you're taking stuff out. They're th- getting crap out of I your think beer. Of
1: whiskey. That's right. It's essentially right. good scotch, single malt scotch, right? But why, but what are they taking out? <laughs> All the bad stuff. All the bad stuff, right? So, but I, I want to take the bad stuff and maximize that mm-hmm. to help you enhance your potential. Mm-hmm. So, like I said before, it's a minimizing your stressors, but maximizing your potential without letting go. Well, with letting go, but without forgetting what you went through, as an amplifier to your success.
0: So, what is understanding your roots like? This, distil- the stuff that you're distilling out. What does that do? What does that do for you as a person? When you pull those things out, are you discarding them, or are you accepting them, or w- maybe there's another-, another word to use when you find out why you are the way you are? Well, it goes to what you were
1: saying before about gratitude, right? Part of gratitude is acceptance. Mm-hmm. So, one of the parts that I think that is much deeper for this conversation is the. Idea Idea of you know the empowerment versus victimhood. So you can't be empowered and be a victim on the same topic at the same time. Mm-hmm. So if you can retell that story, where obviously I'm not talking about like extreme, extreme situations where no matter who you talk to, you'll be like, "Wow, you're really a victim" in that scenario. Sure. But let's say you like you ran late and there was a, you got into a car accident. Can you retell that story where do you know what? If I really did leave five minutes earlier, if I didn't lose my keys, if I didn't really get off right, if I followed the directions, how can you take account of through a narrative and our life is full of narratives and if you you know it's kind of like the what was the game we used to play as a kid telephone Uh right but we're doing that in our head to go to a dominant belief that we carry about ourselves that's either favorable or, or less favorable and then we experience our world to support that. So we have to first challenge those original beliefs of what's the story that we carry about ourselves? Is it a favorable outcome do we see ourselves favorably or do we see ourselves as a detractor and a limiter? And those stories will surround that but we have to start changing that narrative and that script.
2: I love your I love the language you use right narrative stories it's all stories, right? It's all either the story you're telling yourself or the story you're not telling yourself, and, and what you can find. And what I, you know, what I was able to distill in this in this purposeful pause, while I was just very much seeking how to how to maximize your impact on the world, happiness, utility. At the end of the day, I think human beings universally are happiest when they're out of service, and I think that there is a four step. to true success, which is number one, figuring out what your superpower is, figuring out what you are very good at, that you love doing. Once you figure that out, figure out how you can use that to serve others. Once you figure that out, figure out how you can monetize that service in a way that is still a genuine way where you're serving others and your value exceeds the cash stack, right? Like there is this saying of, if you can stack your value higher than your customer's stack of cash, you're never gonna have a problem. And then the fourth piece is building the business around it, right? Like the, At that point, then you're, then you're getting into building a business, trying to cut into freedom, and the freedom is not the ability to do whatever you want, the freedom is the doing. So when you are in business, you are actively doing what you wish to be doing, and when you're not doing business, you're doing what you wish to be doing without the guilt of not being in your business. Right. And when you're saying, how can I be
1: of service, don't ask that. And then just do what you've always done. Actually, right? The, the listening, yeah. right? It's it's what, how can cute. the value that I can give you based on what they say, not what I want them to say. So I can just keep doing what I've always been doing. Yeah.
0: Well, you're, you're clearly an expert at listening in in your in your field. So, do um, you have any tips for for the audience on how? How they can be a better, more active listener, things that you've learned as, as you know, in, in your world of being a therapist?
1: So if we look at it from a neurological perspective, the three parts, <clears throat> excuse me, the three parts of our brain is the rational part of our brain, our neocortex, the mammalian part of our brain, which is our emotions and memories, and the reptilian brain is fight or flight. So if those three parts of our brain are not in sync about a specific topic or a situation, we're gonna go a little haywire and that can create right, a stressful situation. So I wonder for most of us, we're already trying to think of an answer to find how we can show up in a positive way to be liked, to be wanted, to be needed, right? Basic instincts and necessary to the person that we're in front of. And we're already coming up with a solution or a response or a necessity of how do we become value to that person versus getting something over that they want.
0: Thinking of of the next question while you're Quote-unquote listening,
2: right?
1: And possibly how you're going to start maybe redirecting and leading the conversation more in a way that makes you look favorable.
2: Kind of how I did with that pillars thing. Is that what we're talking about? I just did that?
1: <laughs>
4: it's
1: true. <laughs> it's the jacket. Guilty. <laughs>
4: He's not wearing a pocket square, folks. Are do you think, um, is one thing that I feel like I've kind of noticed, um, is that people, myself included, um, were scared of silence. In a conversation, if you finish saying something and I go. So what about, and I take that, at just now even. It was off, like two seconds. Yeah, right? I was like nothing. It felt yeah. like 30 seconds to me Yeah. because we're spending precious time. We're on a podcast, we're on a recording. That light is blinking and you're just going, oh, I got to talk, I got to talk, I got to talk. And I do it all the time. And I hear others do it, and that's when we hear a um, yeah, uh, or, uh, or uh, you want to hear sound, but. Kind of like what you were saying, and what you were saying. Um, if you are thinking of your next question while the person is still talking, are you really listening? And you're not being present. Yeah. yeah.
0: There is a famous. Is so important. I want to. I want to go, go to your silence thing for just one moment. Yeah. There is a famous uh, concert pianist, Vladimir Horowitz, with And I'm gonna totally jack up this quote, but you know, music, right, exists mm-hmm. on a page, right? We have notation and that kind of thing, and, and we read this music, and everybody interprets it. Their own way. The only difference between how I interpret it and how you might interpret it is where you fit the silence in the music. The space between the notes is where the real music is. And so uh, Vladimir Horowitz says, you know, yeah, the 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 real music is made in between the notes. It's in the silence. It's it's the it's the pauses you choose to to take and how you re-enter the next phrase. So um, I totally jacked up that quote. So if somebody could find that online and send it to me. That'd be great. But
1: well, I'll um, even add to that the world's greatest therapist and philosopher, Dave Matthews. Oh, what did the man say? The space between your heart and mine, right? So what is that space? It's the allowance of whatever, to come into that it's not it doesn't have to be filled by me it doesn't have to be filled by you but what else can we gather in that that amplifies right so so a conversation of someone just doing a monologue is just a monologue who are they talking to who are they trying to connect with us here between the four of us there's a consciousness of trying to create space to make sure that everybody from my perspective so everybody gets a time to give over the value that they need to give over in a way that's meaningful so that pause is meaningful because yeah. it will allow hopefully someone to take the step yeah.
4: yeah absolutely I think that was great guys that was our pause well, listen I, I was I was testing to see how long we could all be quiet and Pablo had to break the silence the one
0: guy without the pocket square <laughs>
4: but at least he's got a blazer
0: Anthony and I know who the real professionals are here yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's whatever. <laughs>
1: so, what, what's the big takeaway, right? That we want, from your perspective, that you want people listening to really just walk away with in the next, you know, thirty seconds from each of us. Honestly,
4: uh, for me, it's mindset is everything. Um, whatever you determine. Um, and and believe in your mind can happen right so when something bad happens and you want to just slam your fist on the on the table and let out any number of 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 cusses uh, think about like what are you actually upset about what what is actually wrong find about out what those things are be honest with yourself why are you offended why are you hurt why are you mad and then go through a step-by-step process and it it all ends up being in your your mentality it's all in the head and uh the mind is is the most powerful tool any that any human being has and i think uh, the sooner we realize that individually um the 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 sooner our lives change cool
2: pablo i'm gonna push through some discomfort here because i want to grow here with you guys i haven't really spoken about this outside of two people but I talk about my superpower being this seeing the, the magic in everybody, and because of that I'm a community creator, and my older brother, who I've always very much loved but I've always given him a really hard time about everything, passed away about four years ago, and. His funeral was a very eye-opening thing for me. It was like 1,500 people crammed into a church, standing room only, overflowing in the streets. And then the outpouring of love and support from everybody really opened up my, my, my eyes to the value of community. But what I really learned in that is that everybody that reached out to me and I have these amazing relationships that I've created because of my brother's passing that I wouldn't have had otherwise, they all came to me with the same message. My brother was a guy that created community. My brother was a guy that always brought people together and made it a better place. And that's something that I, whose superpowers to see the magic in everybody, never gave him credit for. I never saw that in him. I was too busy thinking about me being that person. So if I can have missed that in my older brother, whom I've always loved, best man at my wedding, I was the best man in his, what are you missing? What are you not seeing that's special in the situation, in the person? There is always something that you have not seen that is a valuable piece of the lesson that you're here to learn, of the person you're interacting with, and never underestimate how obvious it can be and how you can miss it. That's
0: a great story, and it sounds like in, in your, your brother's untimely death that you were able to take away something incredibly positive. He passed, he passed that sentiment to you, which is probably the best gift he could have ever given you. hundred percent, hundred percent. So I, I, I think that that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Um, to, you know, Anthony, to answer your, you know, our sort of roundup question here, the things, one of the things I want people to take away is, is intentionality, right? Wake up every morning with, with a, with an idea of what you're going to do today. Um, um, to To kind of live your purpose, or to take to take time, uh, to be intentional about stepping away from a situation so that you can observe it more clearly, um, and just you know, if you, it's think about your life as needing a destination, right? A GPS is not is not is worthless without without a destination programmed in the end. You just you're just meandering around at that point. So figure out what what that the destination is and live intentionally in that go in that direction and even if you even if you don't really know what it is, come up with that temporary goal right ready fire aim and correct the course along the way uh, but you have to start you have to move forward you can't just stay in your garage thinking that something's going to come and sweep you up so go out there and figure out what your thing what your thing is and if you are wrong the first time then just do it again.
1: And to add to that point is how do you create that community of people around you, right? So when you're saying fire, ready, fire, aim, ready, fire, aim, right. And then course correction. But I think like what we're trying to accomplish here with this conversation is really group accountability Mm -hmm. of, right. We really all don't know each other for that long. But there is kindred spirits of people who are trying to be on mission, on purpose, and share that passion with the world in a very honest and vulnerable way. When you find that, that will amplify your successes and hold you, and choose to have people in your life that will hold you accountable to those things because those self-course corrections we don't have to go at it alone and that's like one of the big things I want people to take away is that this is your tribe like people talk about all these cliche phrases right your your vibe attracts your tribe well sometimes your vibe is definitely not going to attract the tribe you need to be in so you got to find that tribe and get out of that old pattern and then you let that marinate right let yourself marinate in that
0: can you fake it till you make it absolutely yeah yeah
1: yeah, I think and I think that's a key component to act as if, right? What was that the uh, boiler room?
0: Yeah, act, act
1: as if. Act as if, right? So you got it, right? For the, I'm not a public speaker. I am naturally an introvert, and this is something that I had to practice. And I have to put myself out there on a daily basis with my clients, in a place of what are they going to judge me when I'm seeing client after client on a daily basis? Like, what are they thinking about my story that they don't even know, don't know that I project onto them of what they're judging me with? Hmm. And we all do that.
0: And that's vulnerable. You, you said you said vulnerability earlier. And, and I think that's one of those things that's that's, uh, that's so great about you because you clearly, this is not your natural habitat to be to be speaking. You chose to be vulnerable and that, and that pays off and you grow. Thank you. you and know? it tells
1: because I'm not wearing a jacket.
0: That's okay. We'll work on that.
1: That's, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's why it's a podcast <laughs> and not a
4: video show.
0: There you go. <laughs> you got a face for radio. I was going to say
4: that. <laughs> Hang on. Dude, someone told me that earlier today and they thought they were accomplished. Complimenting me. Oh. And I didn't really know what to say and it got awkward. So. Well,
2: he's not part of our tribe, so it's okay. Yeah. I'm just going to say that person's an idiot because you've got a really good looking face. But you see the best in everyone, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> Blazer boys.
1: I had a great time. Everybody Thanks else had fun together. This had was, a great this time. Was, this was great. So those those who might be listening to this out there, how are they going to track us down if they want to connect to each of us individually? Oh, that's a good
4: point. That's a good point. Um, my best contact, me, uh, La Joyful Life at La Joyful Life on Facebook, La Joyful Life on uh, Instagram. Actually, they're both the same. Uh, and that's L A J O Y E F U L L I F E, all one word. Remember, there are two L's. Full life, two L's
2: connectwithpablo.com is my website where you land and it'll give you a quick five minute video on how to walk into a room and connect with people also PG Storytelling is my Instagram like Pablo Gonzalez Storytelling my email address is you should at connectwithpablo.com because you should connect with Pablo I want to connect with anybody out there shoot me an email I'll hook you up
0: Awesome. Well, uh, m- my main business is is in finance, so you're welcome. If you've got a 401 k rollover, uh, you want to start a business uh, with your old a business plan with your old retirement from your old job because now you're doing your own thing. Ryan dot ng r y a n like Ruth with a G at edwardjones.com. It's com. easiest way to get hold of me.
1: Awesome, and I'm Jason Wasser, Jason W-A-S-S-E-R-L-M-F-T, which stands for Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist. That's pretty much on every platform: LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. My practice is called the Family Room Wellness Associates, and we do both in-house therapy and online coaching for people all over the world.
0: Amazing. Amen. Yeah. Send us. What a great group of people! I mean, what, a, what an eclectic group we have here. That's awesome. Laser boys. Laser boys. Laser
4: boys. Blazer. Can we all...
0: Over and out. (laughs) That That was awesome. I think it's the red
2: button. So what'd you think? Blazer boys, a great name or what? Seriously. I want to hear from you. Please hit me up. Shoot me an email to you should at connectwithpablo.com or hit me up on Instagram. I want to know if you like this format of multiple people speaking, have an open conversation, and specifically if you like these guys, right? Like, I would like to do more projects with them because it's a great conversation. But more than anything, I want you to take away the idea that you don't have to know somebody for a long time to have an in depth conversation and get a ton of value out of it. I think this conversation was a really good example. Of that. We talked, we got real vulnerable. That's the first time that I had ever really shared uh, my lessons about my brother's passing. And I just felt very safe in a group of three other guys that felt open, that were there receiving everything. We exchanged a bunch of vulnerable moments about overcoming adversity and how we see life. And spoiler alert, we're all still friends now, six months later. We're all keeping in really, really good contact. I keep in almost daily contact with Jason. I'm planning a retreat with him coming up. I talk to Anthony at least once a week, maybe a little bit less than that. Ryan and I are still in good contact as well. He's doing some really exciting stuff. And it's just a great way to build a relationship. Just be there, have an open conversation, and bond. So I want to hear from everybody. I hope you're liking the podcast. If you're really into it, subscribe to it. Hit me up on Instagram. I'm going to put the links of everybody in the show notes so that you can connect with all of them. Follow the Joyful Life podcast. Follow the You Winning at Life podcast with Jason. And follow Ryan's podcast. I'm not sure the name of it right now because he's just reinventing it but I'm gonna link everybody so that you can follow them and without further ado here is the rest of yogi take it away fellas
3: town never scar from the-